Hey, it's Chris, and uh, welcome back to uh, Conversations with Chris. Obviously, I'm Chris. Uh, that's a lot of times that I just said Chris and that. Anyway. I'm here with Tara today again. I know you guys are uh, probably ready to hear somebody else, but I promise you those are coming up soon. Tara's producing. She's getting me going. And yeah, also, no. we're giving you guys a chance to meet me and know me before I start having these conversations, so you have something to work with. But uh, today's podcast is going to be really amazing because it's going to be something that uh, is probably the number one question I get asked all throughout my life, and uh, I'm really excited to talk with Tara about it. So let's get rolling, yeah? Let's do it. I'm very submissive. All women can be submissive. It's a choice. I may have a strong personality. That's because I had to do that to survive. I was a single woman with children. I'm not going to let nobody come in here and play with me. But if I have a guy that's not coming to play, I, love my I don't want your so real. I already know what it right, takes. Right, seriously. Listen, you can wear your briefs. Yeah, the balls to like beat up. Pants. Straight up. It's a good topic, too. Something I could talk about. Is why women aren't as submissive as they want to be. That's their fault. I can't help but think about this clip. There's nothing that says truth has to be brutal. It just has to be true. And you don't have to hurt people. Also, timing. A true story. So I went to see a friend's play. I, I could not wait for this thing to end. It was so bad. And I went out to say hi to her after the performance. And she came out. She was still in costume and makeup. She knows I'll always tell her the truth. These kinds of things. And she says to me, what did you think? Now is not the time and place. She's pumped up full of adrenaline. Now is not the time for me to give her a critical evaluation of this <laughs> performance. Oh my God. I sidestepped the question, but said something true. I said, ah, oh, it was such a treat to be here, to see you do your thing. You know, I've been Man. wanting to see you on a stage forever, and it was so much fun to see you on the stage. All of that was true. The next day, when the adrenaline had come down, and I called her up and said, can I tell you what I thought about the play? She goes, yeah, of course. And I told her critically, piece by piece, what I thought about it and how bad it was. We had a, a perfectly rational conversation about it. Didn't hurt her feelings. The day before, it would have really hurt her feelings. See, people are just learning the shit I already know. That's why I'm so far ahead of everybody in life. Huh? Yeah, but it's also awareness and practicing of those things. Well, what it comes down to is the fact that there's nothing wrong with anything. And I think that's the biggest problem in this world today is that everyone thinks that there has to be something that's right or something that's wrong or there's a status quo that has to be met or, you know, a certain image that has to be upheld. But none of that's actually true. There's really no right or wrong based on the things that we do because situationally it might be right for you and it might be wrong for me. But the situation could change and then it could all of a sudden be the opposite. So it's really kind of up in the air. I mean, obviously, there's things that are really wrong. That you know, we can't murder and rape and those types of things. But you know, fundamentally. Well, yeah, fundamentally. So if the intention is meant to be nice or meant to be straightforward or helpful or something, that's when it's it could technically still be in the wrong situation. But just because of timing and whatnot. But well, and this is where I think not uh, us not spending enough time as human beings learning how to communicate and read each other and you know you, you you're around me and around all of my my people all the time and so you see that i communicate really really effectively um, with people because that's something that to me is really missed by a lot of people in this world and if people you know listening to that woman of course you know all women have a, the ability to submit they do they want to they really do they don't want to go out and fight the lions tigers and bears they don't want to go defend the freaking pack but they will do what they have to do to protect what's theirs. 
And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. That's something that, you know, as men, we should be ashamed of ourselves for the fact that women are having to fight the bears, the lions, because the lions and the bears aren't even coming anymore. Now it's the men. And they're being perceived as the lions and tigers because that's what the predators are looking like these days. But that whole situation has really created a system of female dominance in this society. And females are not trying to dominate. They don't want to. I mean, not all, but, you know, and I'm not anything. Nothing I say means all because that's no such thing. Can't pull everything together in one word. There's no way. It's not. It just doesn't work. But as a whole, as a general whole, most people would like to go to their their rightful place in life and enjoy life the way that it's supposed to be designed and not have to take on roles for other people. Agree. I feel like we're all just stuck in survival mode because nobody really knows how to communicate or they're afraid to communicate because people aren't experimenting with communication and we're so starved for that communication because of technology. And I don't think technology is a bad thing. I just think that, you know, we're using it to become aloof and I mean even as an introvert I know I'm at least decent at communication way better than I used to be which I mean obviously thanks to you well that's a big part too I mean when I first met you you still could communicate just as well as you can today but you didn't because you were so guarded so shy so resistant so defensive so protective all the words survival mode and because you couldn't be you you couldn't communicate the way that you wanted to so what did you do turn inward lock yourself up and basically hide from everybody and be protective. And that's understandable. That's literally what I'm trying to do for people all day, every day, is let them out of that cage. Mm-hmm. There is no cage, but in our mind, we build one. There's not a cage. It's a cageless cage, and you're trapped in a cageless cage. But the key is, is getting you to see that there is no cage. And so I spend the bulk of my life trying to help people climb out of this cage. You know, that statement says, what we really need, and this honestly would heal our society, it's not going to happen. But this is going to sound really stupid, but let's take a bunch of dudes, put them in a movie theater, play a rom-com, make them cry, and then have women come in and hug them and let them know that it's okay to cry and it's okay to feel. And that will heal our society on every level that it needs to be healed on because that will take away the this stupid, asinine image that men are weak because they cry or feel emotion. And women are going to see the men who they didn't think could feel emotion are now feeling emotion. And guess what? That's going to create what in women? The compassion side, the maternal instinct that comes out. Now they're going to turn into, come here, let me love you, let let me me hold you, you, let me take this. And the men are going to feel something that they've not felt, which is okay to cry, to feel those emotions. To be vulnerable. But if you don't feel those emotions, they just keep building up inside you. And like we talked about before, the, the after a while, you just had this giant tornado of emotions happening inside you. And there's no way to differentiate between which no. one is which or what's going on or what where they came from because, frankly, who knows? <laughs> you know, you've got so much damage in there and so many different things and so many situations and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it is kind of weird that that's all it would take and you could do it we could do that three times a week and I guarantee you an entire city would be healed. No, honestly, like that's such a simple solution. And it's so profound though, because from a female perspective, like I, I love strong men, obviously, and, and confident men and all that stuff. But at the same point in time, I don't like it when they're so closed off. So when a male figure does show emotion to me, that makes me more attracted to you, more attached to you. And I think that you are stronger for showing that emotion because now you're human now i see your vulnerability now i can 
feel a connection with you, that deeper role, and we can grow together. We can do mm-hmm. things, and it makes me feel like the female that I need to be. Like you said, it, it ignites that innate maternal instinct. The duality of nature, right? You have a, you can't have masculine without feminine. You can't have feminine without masculine. So there has to be both. There has to be balance. So here's the key. The uh, the big secret to my success, what everyone wants to know about me is what? Why you're so f***ing amazing. Oof, yes, <laughs> it is. But beyond that, it's how, mostly... How mostly, to communicate. Mostly the fact that I have so many beautiful women around me all the time, right? Yes. And I'm the only one that has that. Paulo, don't breathe so heavy. <laughs> my dog's at the dog park, so he's just wharf slap out, and now he's over here panting. And dirty. And dirty. Oh, going to have to bathe you today. So we'll hit up though. some more dog parks before we get there. So, no, this amazingness, this, um, this unique skill that everyone thinks that I possess or this talent that I have for being able to uh, surround myself with beautiful women and have them all get along and not have any problems and make situations happen. It's not like some sort of super skill. What it really boils down to is I think I show women exactly who I am unapologetically and I think I allow them to see my truth but I also allow them to see my vulnerability and they understand that I'm just like them. I'm just somebody trying to make it through life and my truth is that I will cry. I do cry. I practice crying. I make myself cry. I go out of my way to cry sometimes intentionally um and i think just that simple fact right there lets women's guards down quick because as soon as you hear me say that you're like wait a minute this dude's saying that he cries like this big tattooed bald head man is saying that he cries yeah and i love crying and i love that emotion that comes along with it what makes me cry is compassion and love and the beauty of people being there for other people and when i see that man i well up and i don't fight it i let it go i let it come on and you know how good it feels like it's like getting sprayed off with a water hose in the front yard in the summertime that kind of good that's what it feels like when you cry and then afterwards you're just like (sighs) yeah and well because people think that crying is a bad negative emotion when in reality crying is a compassionate emotion and it gets to your core like i know there's times where i've listened to songs and you know you get those chills and you just cry because whether it's the vibration of the notes being played or the words that are being sung it hits you and like i think that's so beautiful well who decided what emotions were good or bad exactly who decided society what, what's an emotion and why it should be anything yeah you know i mean we're, we're giving value to things that are real really not real and i mean when is it okay to cry is it okay to cry when you lose your child are you then warranted is it okay to cry when you lose your job is it then warranted i mean at what point is it warranted do you feel like okay now it's bad enough or now it's substantial enough of a situation that i feel it's okay to cry because for me that point is like i mean shoot a leaf could just blow across the top of my car and i see it and i think it's so beautiful and i'll have this like touching moment and totally and done I that don't deny those <laughs> moments to myself because they're beautiful like you said and i mean i am a seeker of beauty and that's clearly what my nature is is that i seek all things beautiful in this world just so it turns out to me women are the most beautiful thing in the world so therefore, I seek out the beauty that I can find, and it good, and it goes great. All my girls, all my friends, all my homies are all really good people. And let's be honest, I've got quite the eclectic variety of women, right? Friends. You do. Not just a certain style or a certain type. I mean, I've got everybody across the board. All different personalities, all different shapes, sizes, 
education levels, everything, sexual preferences, everything, everything. I've got and friends that are, and these are diehard friends, people. loyal friends, because we don't, I don't see any of that. No, I don't. You see the beauty of the person. I see the human being for who they are. Yes. And I accept that person for who they are. And if they need someone to cry with them, I'll cry with them. If they need someone to hold space for them while they cry and be strong for them, I'll be strong for them. But you have to be, oh, understand what it means to cry and why you're crying and also allow yourself to cry in order for you to be able to provide that for someone else. So if you wanna be there for a woman, you need to understand what women go through. And what women go through is that they deal with their emotions. And most of them deal with their emotions through what? Crying. Crying. And so if you're a man who doesn't cry, how much do you really understand about a woman? That's true. I didn't understand women until I learned to cry. That's gonna be the tagline for this entire episode. I didn't understand women until I learned to cry. Because it's really true. I mean, it's powerful shit. When you learn and realize why women cry and understand that that's the same thing as a man punching holes in walls. And it's the exact same thing. It's the release. It's the letting go. But then you start to think about it and go, well, how stupid is it that that dude's beating up a wall? And that's okay. That's not, I mean, you know, to guys, that's looked at as okay. But crying isn't, you know. And this is where the disconnect happens because women see the guy punching the wall and go, well, that's stupid on a lot of levels and also not not even remotely attractive or someone I'm going to go talk to, right? But at the same time, the guys are still doing it. Why are they doing it? Well, because, well, so that's the point I was going to make. It's when boys grow up, it's you're taught, okay, you're not allowed to have emotions and therefore they bottle everything up. Like boys don't cry, right? The old, the old uh, verbiage there. <laughs> And so what do they do? You bottle it up. And when you bottle it up and you don't have a relationship with your emotions, everything turns to anger because anger is just an overlying emotion that covers everything. But when you really break it down, anger is sadness. Anger is I feel so much joy and I don't know what to f***ing do with it. So therefore I'm angry and, or, or just all of these things or these events are happening. I'm overwhelmed. Therefore I'm angry. I'm this, therefore I'm angry in a woman's perspective when we see a guy be aggressive like that it scares us mm -hmm. and it's it pushes us away and it's also i mean for me just because i can see the emotion like i see that there's something underneath that but also i'm not gonna fix you i'll support you and you figuring yourself out but i'm not gonna fix you i got plenty of my own stuff to do because i'm already in survival mode <laughs> well and you know anger comes from frustration usually and the frustration builds because people have the inability to either let the frustration out or communicate the frustration properly. Mm -hmm. And as they can't communicate it properly or they don't feel comfortable or safe enough to let it out in a healthy way, then it builds up and anger is kind of a catch-all, right? It's easy to be angry. And I mean, people get angry all the time, but are you really angry? Because when I sit down and do my consults with people and I talk to them, turns out most people aren't really angry. What they are is frustrated mm -hmm. because what they're trying to get across, what the point is that they're trying to do or say or write or live, whatever, isn't being heard or isn't being felt. It's a breakdown of communication. It's a breakdown of communication. And the frustration that they feel is what builds up inside them. And as that builds up, it becomes more frustration, more frustration, more frustration. And then somebody who doesn't have anything to do with what the frustration is coming along is an innocent bystander and happens to pop that balloon of frustration. And the only emotion that people know they can do that they can get away with without anybody really pointing fingers is anger. Because why? Because everybody gets angry, mm -hmm. except me, <laughs> which I wish that were true. I get angry. <laughs> I've just learned to understand my emotions and I do not let it make the best of me. I don't let it take over my life anymore. I don't let it control or dictate my 
my emotions because anger is a waste of emotion. It's mm -hmm. something that you're, first of all, it doesn't, you should never get to. Yeah, it if sucks you learn the life how to deal you. with your emotions and you'll never be angry. So I don't know, maybe we just wipe anger off the planet, you know? So it's like, that's simple to me. I think you need to understand the anger, like you said, like that's what you do. And I know, okay, so, and I, again, this is something I learned from you and I had the opportunity to practice from you. And I, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is also something that has helped you in your past, which is why you led me to it, is when teaching yoga, you hold space for your students and you listen to them and you do these things. And it's a safe space and it allows people men, women, whoever to say, Hey, I'm feeling this way today. Or even if they don't tell you exactly how they're feeling, you can feel it through their breathing, through their movements, through all of this stuff. And that allows them to become vulnerable and become trustworthy, trusting of you. And you can have those deeper conversations and then get in tune with their emotions. So is that something that you have found along your path of teaching? I'll tell you that the biggest thing is, is, you know, first understanding that you know the way that we are raised because this is a nature versus nurture question this is definitely not a genetic programming thing but the idea that boys can't cry you know shut up buttercup stand up and girls can is is it's impressed on us at a very young age and as you grow older it just manifests and keeps growing into eventually what we have in our society the the solution is is understanding your emotions first of all and gaining control of them so that you do not ever let a woman see you out of control because one out of control means you got to make up for it with 100,000 in control moments that she has to see recognize and appreciate and respect and believe just to get rid of that one out of control moment and that the consistency of who I am is what makes women comfortable with me. It's what makes them come to my classes. It's what makes them come up and hug me. It's what makes them say to me, every time they see me, thank you for being you, Chris. And the reason is, is because every time you walk in my studio, every time you take a workshop from me, every time you come into my presence, my personality, my, my demeanor, my everything about me is consistent. It's consistent, and that consistency is what women recognize. And because I'm not unstable and I don't have one of those you know, 100,000 freakouts where, like I'm telling you guys, one time, and you may never recover from it. Get control of yourself. Be in control because they don't, they don't trust easy. And then once they do, you can lose it all in one second. And then they're like, well, I don't understand why she doesn't trust me. Like, bro, you got three holes in your door. That's so dumb. First of all, you just broke your door. Second of all, she thinks that's stupid. Third, you look out of control of your emotions. And so how is she going to trust you with anything if that's how you handle that situation? Like, that wasn't even a big situation. What are you going to do in a big situation? Exactly, yeah. Consistency is key. Consistency and control over your emotions. It's something you have to work towards. And I know for me and a lot of um, people that I've talked to, I've always, there's this thing, if Google it, it's called the wheel of emotions. And it gives you like the broad emotions and then it breaks it down. So you can kind of figure out where you're at. And it helps you understand who you are and what you're going through. But speaking of consistency and freakouts, like for example, I used to have an ex who, like you're making breakfast, you drop an egg once in a while. Oh my God, not a big deal. You just clean it up, right? But you know, this person would freak out like crazy, like full on swearing fit and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's just an egg. And like, I would become like a recluse. I would be like, I'm gonna go away and like get really scared because if you're upset over something, like you were saying, if you're upset over something so tiny, so minuscule, doesn't matter at all, what are you gonna do when there's a real life situation? Because as a female, I'm looking at that as, oh, that's a tiny little 
blot of nothingness I can erase easily. When life happens and one of us gets hurt or there's a real issue, how are you going to act? You're supposed to be my support system, <laughs> you know? Well, and you know, like you know with me, you've been around me for years. Mm -hmm. How many times have I ever gotten upset? Never. How many times have I ever lost my cool, gotten angry? No. None, never. Well, and I even said that to you in certain situations that we've had. I'm like... Thank you so much for staying level-headed because I have the initial, because that's what I'm used to. I have the initial like, oh my God, he's going to freak out. Oh, and, and then you're chill. And we're chill. talking about some major oh, situations. Oh, we're talking about major situations. We're talking about some things that I had every right oh, yeah. to be extremely angry at or extremely upset with at first glance. Yeah, but it then be. exactly but at first glance. That's the difference you... because I approach it from a different perspective yeah. of rather than let me freak the fuck out and lose my shit and go nasty let's go ahead and look at this from a big picture. Mm -hmm. What's really going on here, you know? And that's where that whole self-evaluation, understanding yourself, controlling your emotions, allows me to never have that anger moment that scares women off running because mm -hmm. they don't come back. Like, you're not, you're not going back to a dude who freaks out because he dropped an egg. Yeah. You know, like, that's just not a thing. It shows you that, that the person is capable of handling situations under stress and pressure with resolve and with clarity and that right there makes you feel safe and what does a woman want more than anything in this world not to have to fight the bears and the lions exactly right you don't want to do it you will but you don't want to you no. want somebody else to take care of that for but you. if i'm out fighting bears and lions all day i don't have the energy to come home and freaking take it out on you and this is the other problem because the guys are out there are not fighting bears and lions all day they've stopped being protective they've stopped taking care of the girls they've stopped being the ones to fight the evil but be there for the good and it's become this really mixed bags of emotions right now where nobody understands the difference anymore you know and people are fighting themselves and they're fighting with each other over things that don't really matter anyway you know and it's it's so easy to get wrapped up in all that stuff and it's so easy to lose yourself to it but once you do just know that you've also lost the entire side of the female human race because those ladies are not going to surround themselves or put themselves in a situation and that's the other big point too is really one thing that's more impressive than anything is how i can have and that's some you know some of my students and friends have said to me chris how do you get 20 beautiful women to get along <laughs> and it's a really interesting question because how is it that i can do that and you know i do believe that i can steer the energy this is how submissive women want to be when there's a truly masculine, confident man who has never done anything to disprove himself, and there's a few women there who know him real well and they trust him and they believe in him, the rest of them follow along. 100%. Because that's Human what nature. they want to do. That's the way we are designed. And once they do, they're at peace. They're relaxed. They don't feel like they have to do anything because Chris is protecting everyone. And because those two or three girls right there at the top believe in him, know that he's that person, they immediately give him, my, me, their trust as well. Like lions. Exactly. It's just simple pride work. And so when you understand that, the animal nature of female male, and you understand that right now the breakdown that we have is, like I said, let's get a movie theater. Let's rent that sucker out. Let's get couples to go in there and let's do some therapy. Right. Therapy is going to be, we're going to play a movie. And if you don't cry as a man during this movie, I hate to break it to you, but you, you got no hope for you. <laughs> we're just going to leave you in there until you yeah, cry. You're going to say, yeah, exactly. Your cry point don't has worry. to happen. You will you know? get hugged. <laughs> but it's a, you know it's a disillusion because men think you're tougher when you can break stuff which is not the case at all i don't find that but attractive women don't find that attractive and on top of that they find it stupid because they realize how much that man worked for what he's about to break and then when he breaks it 
it's not impressive. Not only is it not impressive, but it makes you feel insecure because now you know that this dude can't handle a real situation. Yeah. And so now you're going, all right, so he's willing to break the things that he bought himself that he cares about because of something that small. Well, what's he going to do to me if he doesn't care about me as much as that truck? You know, and this is where that whole like, whoa, you know, and and the real point of why they do it is, is because, frankly, they're weak. The loudest one in the room is always the weakest one. Oh, yeah. And the guys throwing the big tamper tantrums and fits, they're not your real tough guy alphas. They're not your real fighters. They're not your badasses. Your badasses will sit in the corner and never fight because those are the ones that know that if they have to, it comes to death. And it's not something that's going to be like a club fight or like a, but it's going to be like, I'm going to have to, if I'm going to have to fight a bear, it's going to be to the death. And I may die, but I'm going to fight that bear to the death and I will give it all I got. Now I'll do everything I can to avoid fighting the bear, but I certainly will if I have to. And we've had this conversation many times before. You girls know that I will take and die so that you can get away from the bear. But I will fight that some bitch and I don't care how big he is. It is what it is, but I'm not going to go out and fight a cat. I'm not going to go out and fight a puppy. I'm not going to go out and fight every animal that I see that is not threatening. That's what men are doing these days, though, is they're running around fighting animals that are not threatening. The other side of things is, is I want to tell everybody this. Guys, listen, I'm not claiming that I have the superpower over women or anything else. All I'm saying is that I learn more from women than I do from men. So I wanted to be a part of a group and surrounded by people that I could learn from. And so I did, but I had to figure out how to fit into that group before I could be a part of that group and then become a leader in that group. And then I was promoted from within, like I tell you all the time. I never set out to be a teacher. It was never my goal. I know now that, that if, any, if you had to pick a word for me in this world, it would be teacher. But I don't think that that was ever my intention. It was never what I was supposed to be or not in my mind. It was never that was what I sought for. So I'm not saying all this to, to make guys feel worse about their situation. I'm trying to offer you a different perspective on how to have what you claim you want. And I understand too that in their minds, most guys don't see the women that I'm around the way that I see them. And that's also something that we have to work on. Let's start with simple. Let's work on you first. Let's get you under control. Let's get you to a place where you can go and hang out in a room full of women and not make anyone feel uncomfortable. How often does that happen? Hang out by yourself and make yourself feel comfortable and confident because if you're by yourself and you're feeling awkward by yourself, that's something you need to work on before you even interact with anybody else. Yep. But the end game is to, you know, like a, like we talked about earlier with the podcast, 80% of my podcast listeners are female. Well, that's unheard of, not straight dudes running around. No, especially not a female-oriented podcast. <laughs> this is for everybody, by this the way. Is, yeah, we're not talking, yeah, this is not aimed towards females. As a matter of fact, right now I'm talking to you guys. I'm trying to give you guys tools, I'm trying right? to help you out here, guys. But, um, but yeah, the, the point is is that I accomplished what I sought to accomplish. I wanted to be a part of a community of people that I could learn from and grow from. And that just happened to be the female community. Well, you can't force your way into that community. That's not how it works. <laughs> you can't. Nope. So you have to. We're very protective of our zone. You got to learn how to play the game. You got to understand the game. Then you got to learn who they are as human beings. Then you have to also appreciate them, respect them, and learn how to uh, build from there. But as you do this, it's not a uh, rocket science thing. This is something that you've been trained, that's been trained out of you. When you were a child on the playground, you knew exactly how to talk to a girl. You'd run right up to her, give her a hug. Hey, it's good to see you. I missed you last night, blah, 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 blah. And there was a connection. There was right. no awkwardness. There was no, until puberty hits. And then all of a sudden, 
it's like impossible. It's yeah. impossible for you to communicate with a girl without saying something inappropriate. Yeah. And I hear it all the time. And we've talked about that already, so we're not going to get back into that. But we'll get into another podcast here in a little bit. So anyway, that's my two cents on the, that piece. Chris does offer some private life coaching sessions through center.app. It's a desktop platform for productivity and motivation. So if you hop on there, it's the information is in our podcast description and in the episode description, overcoming all is his group. There's a lot of good information in there. Check it out if you want to directly contact him. But thank you guys for listening today. Yeah, I'm also giving away a three or 30, 30 minute free 30 minute um, life coaching session just to kind of get an overview and see what Chris can do to help you out um, and support you. Absolutely, 100%. In all aspects of life. Thanks for uh, picking me up there. Yeah, you're welcome. That's why I'm here. Producer Tara. Um, yeah. It's my hat. Holla back. Pshh.